News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Ben Che. The top stories. More residents of a two-month housing block end up in quarantine after more COVID cases are found. Mainland regulators fine Alibaba almost 3 billion US dollars, accusing it of abusing its market dominance. And the education secretary seeks to ally teachers' concerns about the national security law. Health authorities say they're sending more residents from a two-month housing block into quarantine as they reported two more preliminary positive cases from the building. In total, six people from Oifai House in Yaoya State have come down with the virus. More details from Jimmy Choi. Authorities partially evacuated the building yesterday night as experts warned the virus was likely transmitted through the building's pipes, sending residents living in Units 09 on every floor of the block into quarantine. The latest two positive cases are from a family living in Unit 32. The Centre for Health Protection says it will now send all those living in Units 10, 31 and 32 of the block into quarantine. Meanwhile, the Centre for Health Protection has reported five new confirmed COVID infections, three imported cases and two locally acquired ones. Police say they've arrested five people, three men and two women, in connection with three burglary cases at phone stores in Tunmun and Shangshui. More details from Todd Harding. Two of the arrested are the 45-year-old male driver and 37-year-old female passenger involved in a car chase in Sha Tin on Thursday, during which a police officer shot and wounded the driver after he allegedly ignored orders to stop and caused damage and injuries to several other road users. Officers say they seized several dozen smartphones and tablets and some cash and believe the suspects were members of a burglary syndicate. The five are suspected of burglary, handling of stolen goods and drug trafficking. Police have arrested six people aged between 25 and 46 for allegedly keeping explosives, drugs and instruments for smoking drugs in residential units in Chaiwan and Shaokeiwan. The police said they found 100 grams of black powder inside a container and after initial tests believe it's a low-impact explosive which can cause damage over a short to medium distance. They said one of the six had links to a previous case involving explosives and three had tried backgrounds. Education Secretary Kevin Young has played down concerns teachers may easily cross political red lines when they teach the revamped liberal studies subject in future. The compulsory subject for secondary four to six pupils is to be renamed citizenship and social development, with more emphasis on the country's development and the basic law. Mr. Young says people generally don't have to worry about breaking the national security law if they love the country. He was asked whether or not teachers could still teach topics such as the Tiananmen Square crackdown and the Cultural Revolution. In terms of any particular subject or issues, whether they could discuss or not, I think that involves a professional judgment of the teacher. And so long as it is within the curriculum framework, and also it could meet the curriculum objectives, and it's suitable for the age group of the students, I think that should be okay. Mainland regulators have imposed a fine of more than two and a half billion U.S. dollars on the Alibaba Group for violating anti-monopoly rules. The BBC's Robin Brandt reports. The fine amounts to 4% of Alibaba's revenue in 2019, and it's a clear sign that China intends to move against internet conglomerates that it thinks have got too big. Regulators say Alibaba restricted competition by stopping some sellers using other platforms. It's the latest in a chain of events targeting the company that kicked off last October. 
just after its high-profile co-founder Jack Ma told a gathering of China's leading regulators that they were stifling innovation. Alibaba has said it will implement the rulings. Gun batteries have fired salutes at 10 locations in Britain, Gibraltar and on Royal Navy ships to honor the Duke of Edinburgh. Queen Elizabeth's husband, who died yesterday, aged 99. Church bells were also tolled across the country. The BBC's Johnny Diamond has this report. Under near clear blue skies, in spring sunshine, the soldiers of the 105th Regiment Royal Artillery primed the guns on the battlements of Edinburgh Castle. And on the stroke of midday... The first of 41 rounds rang out across the city. In Belfast, London and Cardiff, the same. At sea, aboard two Royal Navy ships, in Gibraltar, and at Portsmouth and Devonport naval bases too, the salute was given, recognition of the Duke's service to the military and to his country. RTHK, the time is now five minutes past 11. Ireland's Prime Minister Michael Martin has warned of the risk of Northern Ireland spiralling back into what he called a dark place of sectarian murders and political discord. It follows more than a week of renewed rioting there. Mr Martin made the comments in a statement marking the 23rd anniversary of the Good Friday Agreement that brought decades of violence in the region to an end. The BBC's Charlotte Gallagher has more. A police helicopter could be heard hovering over the city throughout the night. The violence wasn't as intense as on Wednesday and Thursday, but again, children, some no older than 12 and 13, were involved. There's been widespread condemnation of the adults seen encouraging them. Youth workers have been trying to defuse the situation and encourage people to go home. Three soldiers in Saudi Arabia have been executed on charges of high treason. A statement by the Saudi Defense Ministry said that three men were convicted of treason in cooperation with the enemy, which was not named. The BBC's Sebastian Usher has more details. A statement from the Saudi Ministry of Defense said that the death sentences had been carried out today in the Southern District Command. The three men were convicted of cooperating with the enemy. The enemy was not named in the statement. The kingdom sees Iran as its major threat and considers the Houthi rebels it's been fighting in Yemen for six years to be controlled by Tehran. In recent months, the Houthis have intensified rocket and drone attacks on infrastructure targets in Saudi Arabia. Human Rights Watch has condemned Myanmar's junta for sentencing 19 people to die in the first known use of the death penalty since the military seized power on February the 1st. Security forces have killed more than 600 people as protesters refused to submit to military rule. State media reported yesterday that 19 people have been sentenced to death for robbery and murder by a military court, with 17 of them tried in absentia. Indonesia's disaster agency says seven people were killed after a 6.0 magnitude quake struck off the coast of the island of Java. The National Disaster Mitigation Agency said the quake hit offshore about 45 kilometers southwest of Malang City in East Java. Indonesia experiences frequent seismic and volcanic activity due to its position on the Pacific Ring of Fire, where tectonic plates collide. In 2018, a 7.5 magnitude quake and a subsequent tsunami in Palu on Sulawesi Island left more than 4,300 people dead or missing. 
Thousands of people have been evacuated from the, Easter, from the eastern Caribbean island of St. Vincent after a volcano yesterday sent a huge cloud of ash and smoke into the air. The Prime Minister Ralph Gonsalves told the BBC the eruption had affected some 10,000 people. But people are safe and they're being properly cared for in the, in the emergency shelters. What has happened is that there's been an outpouring of really love across the region and, and here in St. Vincent and the Grenadines because individuals are offering homes. Ordinary people, I mean, it's, it's, it's really touching. We are a Caribbean family. To sports now, in football, Premier League leaders Manchester City have suffered just a fourth Premier League defeat of the season as 10-man Leeds United shocked them thanks to Stuart Dallas's double and a 2-1 win at the Etihad. Dallas struck the winner in stoppage time despite Marcello Belsa's men playing the entire second half a man down after captain Liam Cooper's red card. And now, with a look ahead to the rest of this weekend's English Premier League football, here is the BBC's Maz Faruqi. With seven weekends to go in this season's English Premier League, the destination of the title isn't in any doubt, but top four spots and European Champions League qualification are still very much up for grabs. Second place Manchester United's trip to Tottenham, with Jose Mourinho's side three points outside the top four then, is one of the most significant games of the weekend, as is third place Leicester City's at fourth place West Ham, where both sides will want to win to open up a gap between themselves and the chasing pack. Thomas Tuchel will hope for a response from his Chelsea players following their shock defeat to West Brom last Saturday, the first time his side have lost since he took over earlier this year. And to end the news, the top stories once again. More residents of a two-in-one housing block end up in quarantine after more COVID cases are found. Mainland regulators fine Alibaba almost three billion U.S. dollars, accusing it of abusing its market dominance. And the education secretary seeks to allay teachers' concerns about the national security law. The news from RTHK.
Jean with Olympian. Yeah, this year we could be looking at some Olympians if uh, the Olympic Games will truly be happening this summer. Well, we can all pray for that, can't we? I never thought I'd 